0: Welcome to the ECG podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. On this week's episode for March the 6th, 2020, we're going to talk to Zach about his PAX East experience and then uh, do a little discussion around coronavirus and how we think that'll affect the games industry in both the short and long term. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman, uh, joining you from Jacksonville, Florida, this evening. Of course, I've got Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. You got Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts.
1: Arizona iced tea is goat. <laughs>
0: hey, nah, I mean, no argument here. Robbie Bobby Miller, also from Baltimore, Maryland.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: And perhaps in a little while, we'll be joined by one George Arevalo um from miami florida back from a recent business trip so he's uh doing a little decompressing um what's going on fellas
1: not much hanging in there
0: yeah hanging in there it's you know thursday evening as we record this I feel like i've had a very good week uh at work felt productive felt like a good pace that's always a nice feeling when you're coming like the week's winding down and you don't feel beat to shit you know what i mean um i'm
1: just, I'm just pumped because like i feel like we're about to like have an onslaught of games coming at us in the next couple weeks and then it just like doesn't stop for a little while. It's like every other week there's a big game coming.
0: So tangentially with that, um can I tell you that's the only thing giving me solace right now about the possibility of my Japan trip being postponed. Like my wife and I are watching the situation to see even if there's not a travel ban, if everything's going to be closed while we're, you know, projected to be there which is the 31st of March to April 10th we're going to push it obviously like we don't want to go all that way and uh not be able to do or see anything so the only thing giving me solace on that right now is that there are so many games coming out where i'm like look worst case scenario still go to japan just a little later than i expected and there's a shitload of stuff to play in the meantime um what's everyone looking forward to the most in like the immediate let's say month
1: uh for me it's it's the final fantasy coming up right it's at the beginning of april right yes Mm -hmm. seventh Uh, that sounds right something like that it's at the beginning or 10th or something like that but that that's what i'm most excited for just because i've i've i only remember the demo portion of that of that game so and that's the portion of the demo i played now so i'm excited to like (laughs) dive further into that game
0: i intentionally didn't play it it's and it's the 10th by the way uh just because i wanted to go into that pure i don't really need to be sold on it i know it's something that i'll play and enjoy um i know adam you felt the opposite where you're like I'm not going to play the game and I'm not interested, or the demo rather, and I'm not interested in the main game. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I don't care at all.
0: All right, so what are you you most looking forward to in the next month? There's got to be something, right? I mean, honestly, um, maybe the only thing is really Ori. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'll take Ori. That's going to be a banger from the sound of it, so I'll take that. I'm about to start
2: playing the first one probably tonight or tomorrow.
0: Have you ever played it before?
2: I've played like the first 30 minutes of it and then i mm-hmm. stopped so i'm gonna go back and try to finish the, oh
0: it only gets better from there man let yeah. me report back when uh when you get a little bit further um bobby, oh, and, and oh, doom. i oh. think i'm
2: probably gonna get doom i'm still 50 oh. 50 on it but i'm probably gonna get it got to be Maybe. streaming
0: some more of that tonight man it felt so good to jump back into that um so bob what about you bobby
3: I, I have a I have a huge question. I do not understand the popularity for Animal Cross.
0: Hey, hey listen, uh, you know when, uh, don't you daughter, talk shit about his development story what happened
3: My daughter, five years old, we were watching the trial together and she said that this looks like the worst baby game she's ever looked at. And I was just like, I, I didn't think of it that way, but you know, you kind of put it in perspective. But people were well, all crazy for it. I'm just like,
0: it, it's you know, uh, deceptively, I think, like cute looking. Like I, it seems like there's some deep mechanics. I've never played an Animal Crossing game. Yes, but either. I come from the position always of hey, let people enjoy what they enjoy. It is definitely not a game for me, like at all. But um, well, like, that's my thing
3: is I, I I it's I'm great. People enjoy it, but I just yeah. every trailer I've watched, it just does not look like something I would. Be into like Stardew Valley. I've had that game for like 5 years, like 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 Adam, like I've had it forever and I just never could get into it because oh, it seems like it's a it's a whole lot of what the hell and uh I just That's it. that's
0: every game, game, game that you own to be fair. You have so many things in hey, train talked about Aven, that. Okay, I it. <laughs> it <was open. laughs> yeah. Well, um <clears throat> for me it's Doom, like you know Doom uh Eternal for that's sure. Nice and uh ori as well like i'm looking forward to both of those i probably have equal anticipation for different reasons like um so yeah there's two i cool. forgot about actually oh come on now you already had your turn zach no more no i'm, I'm kidding what, what What do you got man what else are you looking forward to
1: uh there's bleeding edge I, I played the beta and i i enjoyed it although you very very much need a squad in that game in order mm-hmm. for it to like really be good if that game is a lot harder than overwatch to go in there by yourself and
0: that's and, the ninja theory kind of melee based like hero correct. thing yeah okay just yeah. so make sure the for our listeners uh you know may, that may not be aware yeah it's a melee based like hero mm-hmm. slicer i guess you would call it i don't know but yeah it,
1: it's an arena based game similar to overwatch you like or not overwatch um i would say it's more akin to like maybe uh league of legends mm-hmm. you because like I don't know. I'm not going to get into it right now. I'm just excited about that game. Oh, you can't. This is a good
0: transition, man. You know, so you played some stuff at PAX. Like, why don't you start off with that one since we already got it um, you know, you already brought it up. Let's, no half measures, nah, man. man. Let's do it.
1: Alright, yeah. So Bleeding Edge is really cool. Um, it's, is it 4v4? I believe 4v4 combat. And it's, you know, it's similar to Overwatch. You have heroes and everything and each of these different heroes have their abilities. This tanks, this healers, this damage dealers. And um each each person has different abilities and everything um and what we were able to play for the beta that they put out was um kind of like um domination you uh, there's three points on the map and you gotta go and um capture them but they're not always on and it's not always all three of them so like there will be like a will come up and like everybody will go and try and fight for a and then that'll shut down and then like uh b and a will pop up and you can go and you fight for b and a and uh some maps have ones like where there's rotating points so like there'll be a point that's on like a a platform that's going around like water and like uh it goes through like electrical paths and everything so it makes like uh having to keep it uh you know you gotta strategize around that and then there's uh the other game mode where you gotta collect like these power-up things from these jars and after you break them you gotta collect as many as you can then once the collection phase is over there's like a um, uh, like a bank phase where you have to like go to a certain point on the map that opens up but everybody has to go to the same point to deliver so then that area becomes chaotic and everything everyone's trying to deliver their points and everything so what we usually did was we would have somebody try and hold off one of the pathways or something because you can see where the enemies are so you have them hold off the pathway or something while one person dumps and then you know you rotate until you get everybody out and everything but how, yeah how does cool. how do
0: the mechanics feel? like or not when I don't want to say mechanics, not for the game mode specifically, but how does it feel to move? How does it feel to like you know, combat wise? like
1: uh... um, it's actually I, I thought the combat was really smooth. I thought it was responsive and everything. Um, the game's not super fast, uh, but to make up for that, they give you um, a hoverboard that you can go on to get around easier. and then when you want to hop off is when you know as soon as you hit a combat, uh, you immediately transition out of it gotcha um,
0: but yeah reminds uh, me of, like the disc in um uh, unreal i don't know if you guys ever played that yes, like there was definitely. that like where you could you know sling yourself across like the space and kind of like there was the risk and reward of that because you could be vulnerable right like if you're doing that too often but it was a good way to kind of close some distance and then calm yes. that down a bit so cool i'm sorry yeah, continue
1: so, yeah so everybody has everybody has a board and everything and you can customize your board and all that so you know make it stand out and everything. Um, but yeah the combat itself feels really good everybody's got their basic attacks and everything um and then everybody has their abilities like overwatch where they you hit these abilities and they have cooldowns and all that um like the there's one guy who's got a guitar he's a damage dealer um, he can breathe fire um and you know that sets enemies on fire and you know burns them over time he's got this other move where he like runs down and kneels down on his guitar and like slides forward like he's blaring some metal music and that leaves like a fiery path so if they walk through that like they catch on fire um then he's got another one where he throws his he throws his um guitar and if it hits someone and then hits him on the way back it'll stun them and everything so you can close in and do more damage and stuff so each person just got like different stuff like that and you know it felt really good um i feel like it it's kind of it's it's a heavy it's a much i feel like heavier game than overwatch if that makes sense um i feel like it has more weight to it um but yeah, overall I I really enjoyed it, but it's definitely not a game where um you I mean, you can, you can go in and you'll get lucky with some teams that are coordinated, but man, I had a really hard time going in by myself and in accomplishing pretty much anything cuz if the other team even has two people working together, it's hard for you to I'll really counter that unless you're really good and you know just by playing the beta i wasn't really good so but i, I enjoyed what i played enough to you know it's coming to game pass which makes it even better
0: yeah so. that was gonna be one of my questions So it looks like there's a closed beta starting march 13th yeah, um, yeah definitely and i was gonna ask you so uh two things um so if it's coming to game pass do you think that it will launch as like free to play or do you think it'll be a retail game for people that don't have game pass um, um and if so what does your gut say the retail price would be
1: i would i think it's i would think it's going to be retail um, um i haven't looked into it i'm not 100 percent sure I, I would assume it would be i think it's 40 dollars. i'm about to look. that's it what up. i was pretty sure it's, it's a forty dollar game really? I was uh, this just screams
0: looking at it like free to play not in a bad way necessarily but where they would hook you with like the because it's got such style right like it seems like they would hook you with um other ways to monetize uh, like for cosmetics, you know, for example, the way twenty nine ninety nine, 99, so, so oh, 30 wow. bucks, 30 bucks. That's yeah. awesome. It's now, I, I
1: feel like it's totally worth that price. Uh,
0: well, I think they're banking that most people are going to play on game pass probably yeah, sure. anyway. Um, and then my next question is, do you think it hurts it that it doesn't end up on PlayStation? This seems like the type of game you'd want it as many platforms as possible.
1: Um, no, I think, I think it'd be cool to uh, have these kinds of games on game pass as a way to say you know this is what game pass offers you get these unique kinds of experiences that you can't As if
0: you need more value for that fucking thing sorry exactly
1: but like to crazy. have to have these uh you know n- how do you how do you say niche niche, niche, niche game yeah. mm-hmm. like to have those on here like uh i feel like is uh is awesome for it because i'm i'm under the assumption that almost every single xbox in the future is just g- going to have game pass because like game pass ultimate is going to just i feel like just become xbox live like in in the future i'm not saying anytime soon i just feel like they're gonna combine that to where if you want xbox live you just it comes with game pass and you just pay for that instead of separating the two um
0: that's what i do right now same yep what and, the
1: game pass ultimate right yep yeah
0: ultimate. yeah so i'm, I'm sure that about it, the deal but man. you
1: can still go separate so like you i would feel just, but it,
2: it literally costs more
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so that's what i'm saying i feel like it's just going to be if you want xbox live you're going to have game pass so I, I just think that it's going to be on every single xbox eventually so like that game is just always there for people to try and if they and if it finds its audience and they continue to you know update it and everything and and balance it and keep it uh you know like well balanced then you know i feel like um then it will thrive and it'll i'm not saying that's the game obviously not even close that's going to sway people over but just having those kinds of experiences over there will benefit it i think obviously you know having it on the 104 million playstation 4s too would be awesome but uh you know yeah i feel like at some point you just have to be like yeah it's cool for xbox to have these kinds of little And don't
0: ever fully count you know microsoft out of doing something crazy you know like throwing it on a, another console later on down the road like minecraft you know what i mean i think if something becomes enough of a runaway success that's always on the table i feel like especially when it's a third-party studio you know um they that's like I, well i know that but i mean like see what you're saying yeah yeah um, i don't think it's gonna go but hey hold on i don't here. either not anytime what? soon PlayStation what?
3: Plus just has some things, man. For the first time, since it's been out in like nine years. Oh, Shadow of the Colossus, right? The, the yeah. Control, Wolfenstein 2. Well, yeah. The PS- oh, that, you're
0: talking about PS you're Now. PS Now, so PS yeah. Now, yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, that was the first time I've ever seen games that I wanted to play.
2: I was like, look, good, interesting uh, games. Here we go. I, I
3: know, well, yeah, I just took like 12 <laughs> years to figure it out that it was wrong. Uh, let's do games that are now in station
2: Yeah, so, uh, they're
0: we getting there. We won't
3: do backwards compatible We'll so. sell.
0: Yeah, they're getting there. Well, they said, you know, next gen should be, should get better still. I honestly
3: still think that it's not next gen time. I feel like the PS3 to PS4, like Xbox, Xbox One era, it seemed like that was ready, but it seems like the new one is not there yet. It's weird because, like, Xbox One X just came out. Feels like that dad had a, a shit ton of stuff that was better than PlayStation, and then now they're like, okay, well, we're going to come out with the new Xbox, PS Five.
0: So. so we're yeah. going to talk about next gen here in a little bit. But oh, sorry, yeah. no, 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 we're good, man. Like, yeah, I like you. You you're bringing up some points I think will be relevant to our final topic of the the show. But really quickly, so we don't get too far off track. Zach, what else uh did you play? What were you impressed by? or were you not impressed by?
1: All right, yeah. So I'll just give you. I only. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games that I just. I wrote down. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna go like super extensively into them or anything. Yeah. I, just,
0: I don't know. I gotcha.
1: Um. So I played that. Uh. The Get the Fuck Out game.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. That looks cool. I've I've seen yeah, some footage.
1: Uh. It was. It was. It's, it's. like tense. Like so. You. You go in. They like. I don't know if you like go underground or something, but they pretty much drop you into an area. Uh. Well. Let me back up. Before that, you select your loadout and everything. Um, you know, you get you know like basic assault rifles, submachine guns, stuff like that. Um, but then you get to choose a melee weapon. There's like hammers. There's um, I don't know, uh, uh, stuff like that. And the melee weapon is pretty much what you want it to be your primary weapon, unless your weapon has a silencer on it, just because noise attracts um, the sleepers. I think they call them. So. You, we would go down there and we would melee weapon these guys and everything. But then you get to certain points of the map where you have to like open a door that sounds alarms and stuff. So the alarms will go off and just swarms and swarms of these things are coming at you. But they also give you things like foam guns and stuff that you can like slow these things down. But it was just super tense. Like we, we didn't even make it past. We made it past that door, but like then you get to another point where you have to stop, and we got wiped out. The first time we got wiped out, they were like, "Yeah, guys, you can go again." You died really, really quick um that's just how how tough it was but you know you can only do so much when you um stuck for you know how much time you have to get used to the game but for what i did play and everything the concept's really cool and everything i feel like with a good group that would be a really fun game to play it really uh gave me those left of dead vibes again from point a to point b and everything and uh, having the you know uh, special kinds of zombies from you know left of dead but whatever these guys sleep as a call come out at you so it was pretty cool I played Final Fantasy VII there. Uh, the same demo pretty much is out now on the on the PS4. Um, so that demo is the demo that I played at PAX, except um, the one that you can play now actually has a little bit more uh, meat on it uh, at the beginning and at the end. Uh, game's awesome. Uh, I don't think much more needs to be said that, you know, all the outlets aren't singing its praises already. So um, I played a game called Ultimate Rivals, which was pretty cool. It was a 3v3 hockey game. Uh, and then you pits like different athletes against each other so there's over 50 actual athletes in the game and everything so, okay i was
0: gonna ask you are they like made up like athletes or they're like real nhl players or like athletes in general Oh,
1: athletes in general so there's like okay uh, lebron like mookie Betts, jj watt ovechkin like
0: but they're playing hockey
1: yeah they're all playing hockey and like <laughs> okay so well, like um... yeah it's it's like an arcade style thing really fast paced and everything um you know, like uh, when LeBron gets the puck and stuff, uh, his like special shot is he pulls the puck up like he's playing basketball and he shoots the <laughs> puck like that. So like each each player has like their different kind of special move and everything that they can do to, um, you know, help the team out and stuff. And it was it was just really cool. It's like I, I didn't expect anything like that. So the game kind of caught me off guard. And it was surprisingly fun and everything. I think it's on Apple Arcade. But yeah, it, it was pretty cool. And uh, they said they're adding more game modes, I think. So the. I'm assuming different sports will be in there for you to try out. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, Dungeon Defenders Awakened. It's a co-op tower defense RPG. Uh, You got to defend these crystals, um, you know, while these orcs are coming at you from different lanes and everything. So uh, there's four different classes, like a monk, an archer, a knight, and a wizard. Um, I don't know if those are the exact names of the characters, but those are, you know, generally how they look. And uh, each one has, you know, special abilities and everything and and you got you know you can build like um healing towers you can build you know, lightning towers you can build like barricades uh, mines um uh towers that shoot um what are those like ballistas i think they're called yeah mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's just a pretty cool uh little game um it's coming so out Do you see your that.
0: character like on the screen or are you you more like a god's eye view like are they like a hero character that's on the screen
1: yeah it's like a yeah you're you're it's like a hero character it's like a little uh like third person action adventure type oh
0: third person so i was picturing like like you know god's eye view tower defense or like yeah okay i I
1: should have explained i'm sorry no no that's okay yes um i'm trying to think of a game similar
0: kind of like fortnite uh save the world um uh,
1: to an extent yeah um and then, obviously, if, if your crystals die, you die. Um, uh, they allowed us to switch back and forth between the characters while we were playing, but I'm assuming that was just for the demo. But uh, it was pretty cool. It was a fun little game. I think it's uh, it can be co-op and everything, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I played Darkseidus Genesis. Finally, I've been wanting to play that game. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's like uh, Docksiders skinned Diablo, pretty much. Um, I I enjoyed it. I I thought it was really cool. Um, I I do see myself getting it because I I feel like um, I I like that universe and everything. And it'd be cool to get to know the other um, horsemen and everything. And and I already, you know, I beat Darkseid as one. So I got to know War. So it'd be uh, cool to see him, you know, in a different setting and all that. So. And uh, you know the it looks really cool. It has you know that art style from Dioxide is and everything. So I think it was it's out on Stadia. I don't know if it's out on the came out on the consoles yet. Not a hundred percent sure.
2: I'll say what did you play it on? Because I think now it's out on everything, but it wasn't.
1: Um, long. I played it. Uh, I think it was Xbox. Xbox.
2: Yeah, I think it's Switch, Xbox, PS4, PC now. But it was PC for like three months or
1: something like that first. Yeah. Um, I played that Move and Out game. Did you guys hear about that one? Yeah. Was
3: that the Stadia exclusive?
1: the gent dark side is, was for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the moving out game was, uh, it's just like a cute, fun little co-op game. Uh, you got to fix up a house and everything. So like, uh, for instance, like I, I, I went in with the three other people that we were playing with and we had no idea we were doing this like stuff on the floor. We were stumbling over it all mm-hmm. and until we finally figured out, you know, you got to put like the glue on the wall before you can lay the wallpaper down. And we had to clean out all the rooms before we could lay the rugs down. And, you know, once we got in that groove and everything, we started putting the house together. It was pretty cool because literally it was, like almost, it was like a system was in place. Like he would go out and he would put the glue on and he'd go out one door. Somebody else would come in the other door, put the wallpaper up. Behind him was the guy with the rug who would put the rug down. So like it was it just got into a cool little system. And uh, I feel like, yeah, that'd be a, like a fun game to I feel like that would even be like a fun game to just like get drunk and just play stumble all over each other. It would be hilarious. Nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it sounds like so far. I mean, obviously, I know you got a few more to talk about. Like, you had a lot of like good experiences as far you know, as far as like games and a lot of variety. That's the one thing I'm you know noticing, which is the cool thing about going to an event like this. Like, I've never been to something as big as PAX, but um, that's really neat that you got to play like this many games. You were there for the whole time.
1: Uh, I went Thursday and Friday. Um, okay. I feel like I see all I need to see in in those two days, and like, yeah, it really takes a lot out of you. Oh, no shit. Wow. Yeah, Thursday's
3: beautiful. Friday is when everybody's... It's like Thursday It usually is. It's kind of mellow. You get to see sort of everything. And you get to walk around without bumping into everybody and smelling everyone.
1: Yeah, lines uh, aren't
3: bad. Yes. And Friday is like, what the hell just
0: happened? Wow. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to kill your flow there, Zach. Continue by all means, man.
1: No, no, no worries. I only got two more. Um. So I played this game called Ember. Uh, it's like a co-op cartoonish like firefighting game. Yeah, you got to go into these burning houses and you have to save like a set amount of people. So uh, me and my buddy, we went in, you get, you have different tools and everything. So they, you know, they give you your fire hose that you can use to put everything out. They give you like a water grenade uh, that you can throw into rooms and it would like douse a whole room for you. They give you like trampolines. So if you rescue somebody from high up, you can just like, you know, jump off the roof and onto the trampoline. So you don't have to go back through the burning house. And they also give you like a jump pad. So you can just put the jump pad down and hop up to higher places without having to scramble around. So you you go in and you you put the house out and you have to try and find these people uh, in a certain amount of time and they can die. I remember we couldn't find this one guy and we opened a door and there was just a skeleton there. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's also like these little mini objectives you can do like this, like a safe in the house or a couple safes, I think and if you can figure out the puzzle like how to open the safe with like like some of these rooms have like electricity going all throughout them so even if you put the fire out there's electricity in there so uh the safes will have money in them but like the one that we did would only open when you the electricity was on so like we were like how are we gonna get this so we didn't we found out that there was like a panel um on the um, back of the house that you could use to turn the electricity Off so somebody would go back there And turn that off and on while um, One of us would um, Go in and there was a Like we had like this they give you this gravity Thing that you can use to like Suction things up and pretty much like pick them Up uh, I guess is the best way To put it uh, like I don't know Like magnetic type thing where you just you, you Like suck the money up and you walk away But I like, had to do it a certain amount of time before you started getting Electrocuted and thing. So it's like cool little side objectives like that, like puzzle based that so you can try to figure it out. Um, so I enjoy myself with that. I believe that's coming to the Switch too. Um, then the last game that I played, which was my favorite game that I played there, was uh, Desperados Three. Um, it was it's like a, a real time tactics game where you control uh, five different desperados, and uh, it's super cool. It's, it's like uh, you can like attack each scenario differently and everything. So you can like if so like what i did was this they gave the demo that we played was there was a train there and i, I don't know if it was being robbed or if we were robbing the train i'm not 100 percent. but we were there and there was a bunch of bandits and everything everywhere so we one guy uh had a pistol a throwing knife and um i think that's it pistol and a throwing knife but if you shoot the pistol it'll alert everybody around you and they'll all come swarming and looking for you and everything and this is like hardcore stealth game like if you get caught out in the open you're dead and uh, so like yeah so the one guy that you start off as has the pistol and everything so you get him and then another guy's got a need the doctor he's got like a needle and he's got a long range uh, pistol and I believe it was silence so I would send like one guy up to the guy with the knife to go up and take the guy out on a ledge like take him out while I send this the doctor guy around another way to take other people out, and um it was just super cool because like I'm not usually into like real time games like that, and it just like super impressed me. And you can slow down time to better pinpoint like exactly where you want your guys to go, or what you want them to do. You can set traps, you can lure people over in the traps and everything.
0: Um, so is it like like when you say uh, like tactical or like strategy? Is it similar to like a command and conquer, like Age of Empires, like that kind of like RTS kind of thing, or
1: like what's um, so um uh, we, we played on a on a controller, so we had full control of our guy while we were playing. But like when I on tactics on PC it would be like you would point you would click where you want the guy to go and he would run over to where you clicked. I see. Okay. Um but on the on, on the controller you moved your guy around where okay. so um where where's he? let's see, yeah. So yeah, so like you could tackle one mission with like a group of one of these guys and like you like let's say my guy uh, the guy with the pistol, and the doctor guy, you could like, tackle this mission with these guys, get super acclimated to how they work, and then the next mission is, like, somebody who's only melee based, and, like, that's it. And you have to, like, totally tackle these scenarios differently because the are not going to change. They're still going to be able to shoot you from wherever but like now you have to get up close with these guys and figure out how to do it as compared to the other guys who could shoot from long range and not have to um you can play most of the game without killing anybody but i guess there are certain aspects i mean certain missions where um you're forced to um and i guess one of the cool things about this game was i guess for like this genre you know uh, you're never really able to like explore like hub hub world, not hub worlds, like towns and stuff mm-hmm. um, and just walk around freely. But you can in this one and you can walk around and it'll help. You can like gather information from people that are talking to help better, um, you know, how you complete the mission or like open up a path that wasn't open before. So it was just super interesting. It, uh, it was like like a 40 minute timer on the, on the demo because uh, you could just walk up and play this one. And I just found myself there for almost the entire time. I just got so lost in like where I want to send my guys and uh how am I going to take these guys out? Because it's like, you know, there's like guys in certain places that I can't get to and they're going to see me do this. And like uh, I even had one guy come up uh, behind me. He he was just watching the game and he ended up like sitting there almost like helping me out. He was like, oh, what do you know, what if you put this guy over here and do this? uh, Because he's played more games like this than I have. Um, but it was just pretty cool. It was just a you know an experience like a, almost like like that hockey game. I didn't expect to have uh, come in and, and enjoy this you know kind of game as much as I did. So and then to have somebody like I said that guy who came up and was watching somebody who played it like kind of show me you know uh, different little things about it that you know maybe I wouldn't have done was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, that it's coming out this year too, which is cool. And I think it's coming out on everything. Um, so. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to keep
0: an eye on it. I, I wouldn't mind seeing some gameplay footage because I can kind of sort of picture you know um what this would, would look like,
1: but not entirely. So
0: I'll be interested to kind of see what it looks like. Seems like a good game for the Switch. I don't know if it's coming to Switch, but it seems like a good Switch game.
1: There was a couple other things I didn't get to play, unfortunately. Doom was there. I didn't play that. Um, Outriders was there. I didn't get to play that. Um, Animal Crossing was there. I didn't get to play it. I wanted to play it just to see what the game feels like and all that because i've never played one a day in my life so i just really wanted to see what it was all about but the line was <laughs> enormous
0: which is outrageous considering how close we are to
1: game coming out in my opinion so people like there was they had yeah, a whole set with that guy yeah yeah I a whole know, set yeah. just for pictures and even that line was just astronomically long
0: huh well hey yeah like i said good for people for being excited
1: (laughs) oh for sure like everybody around that area was like super like friendly it's like exactly the kind of people that that game would attract like everybody was so nice around there at least in my experience i'm sure somebody else probably bumped into some, some people but like i feel like just everybody was just happy around that that zone
0: that's always good to hear for sure
1: but that was pax sweet I mean, we'll I played play a lot of board room. games and stuff, but you know that's 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 not for here.
0: Yeah, that's right. We don't do those fucking board games here, so. especially if you play D and D, get the fuck out, right, Adam?
2: Oh, come <laughs> yeah, D and D, how the absolute worst game ever that I've oh, come on.
0: <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Adam does d and D podcast that you should definitely check out. Uh, where can we find that one,
2: Adam? Um, at Misfit Rolls.
0: That's right. All right. Perfect. There you go um we're we're joined by uh george arevalo who's popped into the discord here say hello george how are you feeling buddy
4: what's up guys what's going on
0: welcome uh, how's your work week treating you okay you traveled a lot
4: yeah man i had to travel up to tampa on tuesday then for lauderdale wednesday spent the night uh until today and then i had another meetings all day at a meeting that was supposed to end at 12 ended at 3.30.
0: Wow, so good times! Either went really well or really poorly. Well, we're glad you're here, man. We a long week for sure. a long week, yeah. It sounds like it, man. Uh, well, so we're gonna transition into talking about you know something. I uh, just stick with me, I know it's been done to death, probably sick of hearing it about it. Um, coronavirus, um, but more importantly, like you know, I thought it'd be. Uh, interesting, not only really cover some of the news around it, but talk about how we think that this may affect uh the rest of the year. So, currently we have GDC postponed, possibly canceled if we're being realistic about it. And then other major gaming um, conventions such as E3 and even uh, GCX, which George and I are planning on going to in Orlando a little later on uh, this year um, on watch, like kind of on notice um, to potentially be postponed or canceled as well. Um, what the question i wanted to post to the group the big qu- question is what effects do you think if any this could have on console manufacturing and do you think there is a timeline where uh xbox uh, series x and playstation 5 do not come out this year because of this outbreak
4: man i <clears throat> I think it's all fucking ridiculous. I don't know how it's gonna affect uh the gaming industry in any way. I really hope it doesn't. Um I think the, the world in general well, at the very least the United States, we're all just overreacting. I think to this. I'm not trying to dismiss it, but uh we've been through a number of things like this in the past. Uh so I don't I don't understand why this one is um, you know, causing so much chaos and panic. Um, I think people are really just kind of going overboard with the reaction to it, but it's like a domino effect, right? Like, you know, all it takes is for, you know, certain key things uh, in in different businesses and industries to take it to that level, to take it that seriously um, that you have no choice but to start, um, you know, canceling stuff and postponing stuff. Um if there's enough people freaking out about it,
0: you know. Yeah, I think GDC was gonna go until enough people pulled out. I don't think they really wanted to cancel the event, but I think it kind of became a well, what's the point? You know, there's so many people not showing up at that, you know, that that it's not really worth doing anymore. Uh, Oh, go ahead.
4: Oh, sorry. Yeah, same thing. Like I don't know if you're familiar with the Ultra Music Festival down here in Miami got cancelled also for the same thing. I mean, like a handful of people in the state have it. Um, and they canceled like a massive multi-million-dollar event uh, because yeah, I'm guessing probably performers and stuff like that didn't want to show up and started canceling. So but what ends up happening is if the select few or, or the quote-unquote elite start uh, dropping out of stuff, it forces people's hands, and I, I think that's what I'm worried about. You know, it, it might not be true, like truly up to some of these developers or console manufacturers because if You know, the people that have a direct hand in what happens with them and putting these things together, if they start pulling out, then you're going to have no choice but to postpone and delay things.
0: The biggest concern, as I see, is, you know, factory um, closures in China, manufacturing, you know, issues. That would be the thing that I realistically, I think, would if we have a reality where the consoles don't come out or there's, you know, more so than you would already expect for like supply shortages, I think it would be tied to that more than anything else. Um, while I don't want to, you know, be too judgmental of, um, I don't know how people are handling this or like what the general mindset is, I can understand why um, certain developers maybe don't want to put their workforce at risk, you know if they're deep in working on something. Um, and I think the concern isn't really that people are gonna you know, come to long- term harm or like severe harm with this. I think it's just that because some of these conventions get so packed with people, if you did have an outbreak, you it would you'd would be sending a lot of people back out into the, the like a lot of people back out in the public where you know the situation the, the spread of it would become much much worse. I think I that's the the primary worry is like not that these people would die, but just that like you, you know you have tens of thousands of people that get sick and then they're all going back out into the world. But yeah, um, so back to that question: Do you think that it's any possibility that we don't get PS Five and Xbox Series X? This holiday season,
2: we get them. I think at worst you have a uh, a shortage, quote unquote. So it's like if you don't have a pre-order, you don't get one. Maybe for like the first couple months, because like you said, it's it's a big deal in Asia and especially China, and everything comes and manufactured from China. So that is the number one concern you would have. I don't think that it's they're going to cancel them, but I yeah I think you know limited supply is definitely a possibility just based on where manufacturing is alone um you gotta imagine just...
0: that they're not looking forward to that holiday you know they launch these things at holiday for that precise reason for sales so um you gotta imagine microsoft and sony right now are are like kind of just putting their heads down going fuck you know of all the the years for this to, to go off like this is a pretty you know potentially bad one just because i think it would drastically hurt their sales because of, you're not able to keep up with demand like, just look at the Switch, man. Like, when they were having, you know, manufacturing problems, they couldn't get those things, all, um you know, onto the shelves fast enough for a while. Oh, yeah, you'll sell out. You just won't have as much supply out there as you would like to. Yeah. Um, and because normally,
2: I might be wrong on this. I have to go back and look. I think normally when a, a console launches in the fall, the manufacturing is like late spring, mm-hmm. summer is like when you're actually like getting through and pumping most of that stuff out you don't do it like the month before i'm pr- i might be wrong but i'm pretty sure it's the months leading up to certainly that. by summer so it might be gone yeah. by then well but if it's not i mean if it goes into summer and it's still an issue i mean yeah you're definitely gonna yeah i don't think they're ever gonna let it not come out mm-hmm. they'll take whatever they have and throw them out there because they got to get them out there but yeah you're you're a couple more months and we're in danger of having yeah if you didn't pre-order it you know six months before you're not getting one for the next six months after it comes out
0: and you know that's definitely not something they uh (laughs) that's not a narrative they want around a new console launch right like it's always a there's a supply shortage especially because these things come out in the holiday season they're hard to nab for like the first year or so um but man you gotta think like that could really potentially hurt, you know, their sales numbers um, and just, I don't know, put a kind of a damper on the console launch, frankly, especially if, as rumors seem to point to both PlayStation and Xbox have a very strong launch uh, lineup or launch game, like a killer app at launch. Like, you know, you'd think that's the time, especially you'd want um, to have just a a strong launch, right? Like a a strong um, supply um the good news is for us xbox players is it seems like most of these games you know will come out on xbox one x and we won't have to buy them again when we finally do get our hands on a series x so that's kind of a silver lining you know the fact that you can just buy the xbox one version and uh, you get the, the upgraded version once you get your hands on it um what about you zach and bobby like what do you guys think any chance that that uh these things don't come out this year uh,
3: no, I I think they still come out. it will just be like the switch where a limited quantity. Uh, but my problem is I'm worried. Like it, it seems like, uh, I hate to say it, but it seems like E3 is dying and it seemed like PAX East is like the new, new thing to do. So I'm wondering if next year at PAX East, like I, they have to worry about this whole coronavirus, uh, affecting my thing is I don't want to be, I wouldn't want to be any of the manufacturers that have something happening at something where someone either spread it or people died like that's gonna it's it's that's the most negative thing you could ever do i think they're smart for what they've been doing with uh gdc and and everything else but i at the same time i don't think it's hard because you hear news both ways like just wash your damn hands and keep your hands out your face uh but at the same time it's also killing people so it's uh it's it's hard to tell. I don't. I. I still think that Xbox and Sony. Uh, I'm. I'm waiting for Sony to say any damn thing about theirs. That's what I'm worried about. Is I don't know what the hell Sony's got planned because they won't. They're. They're so tight knit that I swear like only two people know what the hell the PS5 looks like. Uh so it's, I'm one of them. It, it's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, but it's it it it's it's hard because it's just one of those stupid things that are happening right now. Uh, and I'm hoping it goes away quickly. Uh, the coronavirus crap, but it seems like people just like to fear everything. So, between this it's- and then and in politics, like this whole next year is just gonna suck. So, I, I'm hoping that <laughs> I don't disagree with you there, buddy. Xbox comes out, but but with everything happening with with politics and the coronavirus, I it, it could be a crapshoot of whatever happened,
0: yeah. And you know, I I think a lot of this I don't think comes down in the games industry does not strike me as fear but more caution and I think there is a yeah. you know a difference between those two things I think they are just trying to be cautious more than anything like hey it's not worth putting all these people together and we're just going to make a situ- you know, situation worse when it's avoidable right like um, yeah like why would you send like you know 10% of your studio force an
2: event and they all get sick for what like that's fuck that i'd rather just yeah. then be healthy and, and get shit done who cares not about only did it? they
0: get sick but they come back because this thing has uh, seems to be a pretty long like uh incubation period and then they potentially get the rest of your workforce yeah. Yeah. that's not worth going to gc yeah, and everyone's carrier. sick yeah, it's, yeah yeah it's not worth it don't, yeah.
3: don't risk it just just wait It'll die
0: um, like the bird flu and all the other crap that they come out with. Yeah, I mean it sucks. I like I said, I I think of all the industries right now, believe it or not, like even though it's led to some to some you know ripples, I think the games industry like their messaging around it seems to be pretty measured. Of hey, we just you know better safe than sorry. Not like oh my god, we're all gonna die. It's hey, you know we just we're we for for you know cautious reasons we're we're not gonna carry uh, have this event or if you know for certain devs we're not gonna go to this event so
3: yeah that's why I was happy that Microsoft pulled out after Sony did it was like it was good to see that both of them did it as opposed to Sony just saying no we're not gonna risk it let like, Microsoft do whatever it was good to see that that two groups pulled out like yeah we're just gonna protect our employees at this point especially since uh let's let's face it all of our stuff is made in the West uh, for or Microsoft and Sony so it's but better saying
0: yeah what about you, Zach? Um, though, A, do you think that there's a chance that we don't see a next-gen console launch this year? And B, just in general, whoa, he like... wants
3: the coronavirus exclusive with Anthem 2.0. <laughs> 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 I'm just joking. I'm
1: in, I'm in the same boat as Adam. I think that if anything, we'll see maybe a shortage. But I, I definitely think the console's still release this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because you know Microsoft's still putting out information about the Xbox. Like they're not. They're not holding back on, on, you know, releasing this information. And I feel like if they were to hold back on the console, I feel like they would maybe hold back on the information about it, too. Why tantalize the fans if if they know they're going to be pushing it back? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I just, uh, you know, like you said, not to beat the dead horse. But, yeah, I think if anything, it'll be a shortage. Um, But I definitely think the console still get released this year for sure.
2: Also, kind of connected to this, I think E3 was dying regardless, yeah. and oh, so this, so is, this is just making it so much easier for <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah. fuck it.
1: We'll let it go. I just hope that there's, like, I just want there to be an alternative, man, because I love just the vibe of E3, I I love, like, you know, the camaraderie around E3 and everything, and just, uh, you know, every, everybody watching the, the streams at the same time and reacting to them and seeing all those reactions later on and everything, it's just... You know, I feel it's just such a special time and everything. I feel like if it does go away, I hope that there's an alternative, even if it's just like a streaming type deal. Yeah, That's I mean, was, the al- to at this point, is, go ahead, yeah, everyone's
2: sorry, just it. gonna. My bad. Yeah, everyone's just gonna do what they do now. Everyone, because every honestly, no one is actually in E3. Every Microsoft is in their own theater. EA is in the parking lot. Everyone's doing their own thing. So as long as they keep it around the same time to make it more interesting for like a news cycle, I mean, honestly, E3 is barely hanging on. If you really look at it, like everything that you watch isn't even at E3. All the important stuff isn't even there. Uh,
0: It's not hard to imagine a world, right, where they uh, nix the production and cost of running the space for the press conferences, but do, like, a Nintendo Direct, like, pre-edited video, and then have their presence be, like, you know, uh, off-site with games that are all around, like, the LA convention area, right? Like, Microsoft has their own space, um that's uh, associated with but not at like you know um because they do there's like right in the is it the microsoft theater or whatever yeah um, microsoft theater across the yeah street. or maybe i'm thinking you now i guess they are technically still part of e3 it's uh ea that's that's separate now um yeah but but in, in the event, same weekend and around the area so but like
1: will that whole thing just like if 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 the conference itself were to shut down, do you think Microsoft and Bethesda and all them would still go out there to do their thing, or would it just be a Nintendo Direct-style thing, you think?
0: I think for the post-conference side, I think it would be a Nintendo yeah. Direct-style thing, yes. Go I ahead. hope
1: so, but
3: Sony's Sony's Directs are, like, the worst ever. There's no human interaction. It's just, like, five trailers of shit no one wants. I don't think it would and be that they just end.
0: for E3. Just, I think oh, if yay. they come, if they came back around, it would be something a little bigger, or grandiose. If they were going to participate, if they don't participate, I could see them just doing what they're doing now with the state of play. But um, well,
3: anything's better than their past nine pa- uh, E3s, where they've had different bands and crap that failed or all. Freaking! I
0: I told you, like I love them to go absolutely nuts, fucking bonkers, and you know do the uh, the pre edited press conferences and. <laughs> Have comp- have a forward think- thinking company like uh, Bethesda or Microsoft or somebody that is would normally have hands on stuff at the space. Yeah. Oh, so, hey, tune into this press conference as soon as the press conference is over. Like, load up your dashboard and download the demo of this game and just have millions of players like playing a game and yes. talking about it all at the same time.
1: Yeah. I don't understand why. I mean, I I don't know how and everything, but like that should be a thing already. Like,
0: agreed. Not with everything, but, like, pick a couple key titles?
1: Yeah, I feel like the games that are playable on the show floor should be able to be demoed by people who are watching all the streams
0: the you know. so here's the thing though. If you're gonna have show floor space, like that's where I disagree with you because I feel like you have to make it worth the sticker price for Well people no, that's that that's what, what
1: I'm saying. there there is no show floor. So I'm saying that those games that would have been on the show floor that are oh, now I see what you're, yes. that are now in these trailers and everything, we should be able to, like those would have been playable on the show floor. So they should yes. you know not should, but I'm saying like it would be awesome if they could, you know, get like you said, boot it up and you can play the demo now. Like that would be so cool
0: and like especially as x cloud progresses like you don't even have to download it man just being able to like log in on your xbox and like cloud stream like a game like immediately just think about like how much money they would save eliminating the um presence like the physical presence and how much more buzz like you literally i, I know it can backfire don't get me wrong you know like those things can go the other way too where you get you know a few million people with their hands on a game and it's not you know, what people expect or like, then that could have the opposite effect. And that's why I think why you'd have to be somewhat selective and not everything they show in the press conference, obviously like a lot of that stuff's coming out, you know, years down the road anyway, but I think it would be a smart way, um, to, I don't know, evolve right out of like what E3 used to be to what it could be.
3: And that's what I wonder about for E3. It's like, I think Jeff Keighley, when he started his whole, uh, which I, I have, uh, mixed feelings about the, uh, his award show, mm-hmm. the video game awards, because I feel right. like it could be so much better. But there's so many awkward interviews uh, where people standing there and the, they don't know what the hell to do. I mean, it's not the Oscars, whatever the hell. But it's uh, I feel like he when he bowed out of E felt like E three uh, is it, it was kind of dead at that point. Like it's going to become like PAX West. Well, sorry, yeah. I,
0: I thought the game but, awards uh, were great this year. Like I think he like struck a really good balance personally. But
1: yeah, yeah I think the I, past I, couple
3: of years glad, he's kind of yeah. killed it. Yeah, the 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 F the Oscars guy was my highlight.
0: <laughs> Joseph Ferris. Yeah, yeah.
3: That, yeah. I mean, the game wasn't that great. No way out was not that great. Oh, I loved what? the way out. Uh, I loved I, it. I I, I I don't like that you had. Don't we'll spoil it guy, for people. Maybe that I'm a know. single player guy. I'm just saying. I, I don't. Oh, like the that. co-op. Okay. I think you're gonna spoil the end of it. To day. be there? No, hell no, no. <laughs> I don't have enough friends that are willing to sit there for the amount of hours that I do playing a game, whether it's catastrophe or whatever. Says a guy who literally Ray never March. hits us
2: up to play with them.
3: Oh my True. god, this guy look <laughs> yeah. let me tell you a story. I've been playing the division and it's I love the new setup. Holy crap. Then they got rid of the skills and all That's that. That's not how
0: whatever. you pronounce Fox it's pronounced Foxyland too
3: Hey, let me tell you, Greg Miller did it, okay?
0: <laughs> I mean look, I love Greg Miller as much as, you know, most people I on the internet but at,
3: at Foxyland twice i never would have looked at it twice until he was like yeah i just played them three games and i was like what the hell is foxy land and it was like a dollar and i was like sure, why not and then everyone has judged me then
1: so uh, real real quick jason jason schreier actually said uh said it pretty good if e3 2020 is canceled and the video game publishers wind up doing digital events instead i expect most of them to look at how little they lose by not being there and how much money they save and follow Sony lead and ditching E3. Big. Yeah, what do you think
0: Nintendo did eight years ago? They know what they're doing. Yep, they, do. Yeah. they do
1: wreck the pre-recorded. Yep.
0: I just, yep, we live in a different age than, you know, where E3, you know, came from and like where it kind of grew to. I mean, do you think about even like the launch of this console generation? Right. And there were things like, you know, Netflix and stuff like that out, but like, you think about how much the world has changed since the xbox one and ps4 like you know when they launched um it's just a very different you know place um you know especially with the world of video games and technology and the internet like um i don't know like i i think digital like yes 100 percent. like do that and i know um to some extent like you know some of the gaming outlets and stuff like maybe it would be a bit of a bummer to those people like on an individual level, right? Like that kind of buzz and excitement being on the show floor, but it'd be cheaper for like an IGN say to cover an event like that where it's digital because you got to imagine certain privilege outlets anyway, would probably get the press conference ahead of time. They would probably be able to do coverage um, for certain games and just be able to post those articles on the site. Like this would be way less stress and like streamlined. And again, like I said, if you added an interactive element to it, man, like you could generate some really good buzz and get some goodwill with like with players, the people that are gonna be buying these, you know, games. So
3: what about the uh wasn't it the uh was it four years ago that the I can't remember who the hell it was, but it was like the Olympics. They did like a whole Mario thing where they like jumped in a freaking tube. Isn't that this year's Summer Olympics, Tokyo?
0: I mean, yeah, it is in
1: Tokyo this year. I don't know what you're talking about. sounds. you don't remember
3: it was like the closing
1: uh, oh shit. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, no his
3: ceremonies. He jumped through like a uh, uh, a green tube a- at the end, and like it was going to be like like video game thing, which I thought was pretty cool. Well, not coronavirus crap. Like I thought that was pretty cool, and thought that, that was going to shift towards something cooler. Not that we know anything that's happening next like, summer, but like July or whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to see stuff like that. I live I love how video games seem to be evolved in everything uh whether whether it's good or bad uh you know some of the some of the serial killer guys that like you can't you can't claim us all as crazy people who just want to shoot
0: what people. are you talking about i don't know you lost me again Bobby. No, like, you no, boppy you've been boozing have, again man <laughs> no, i have
3: but let me play a story <laughs> okay like, <laughs> it seems like everything i read lately well it, again this is the whole political time which i hate with a passion uh is it seems like people are, are still against video games and they consider everyone that plays like like call of duty or any game where you shoot and kill someone
0: they oh i see i okay when you said serial killers i was imagining well, like I, I was
3: met like the the last three that played video games that i made. understand which yes which i don't you know what people are crazy no matter what not it just takes one time and i don't think any of those last serial killers had a to say they, they were forced
0: okay fair enough uh don't know where we landed on that bobby uh, i love you though man yeah. um right uh, anybody else want to add anything with uh cor- coronavirus uh discussions or are we good do you want to just do what we've been playing and uh, we'll kind of bring it home
3: i do wash your damn hands
0: wow well, that's the most baltimore <laughs> yeah, no, no. thing you've ever said wash your your hands
5: <laughs> i've said worse but flight flights are at an all-time low buy your flights enjoy vacation and don't be a bitch amen enjoy your life man
0: george and i are both going out of the country very soon uh i i have no fear about traveling i just hope that like i don't the only thing that would cause me to postpone my trip is literally like if everything's closed that i want to do which it is right now um through the middle of the month or if uh you know if it gets to a point where um there's a possibility of a travel ban, but that's it. But I'm, I'm with George. Like I'm gonna enjoy what I'm gonna enjoy and have a yeah, good time. Yeah.
5: You live once. I mean, going, going man. Home. I'm, yeah. I'm going to Spain in a couple weeks. So I'm going to Vegas yeah. next month. Scotland yeah. in July and Colombia in August. Man, if it's my time, it's my fucking time. Do yeah, it. Drink <laughs> all the Coronas you want because people are so <laughs> stupid that they're not drinking Corona. That's a whole different oh, conversation. America's dumb. Oh, my God, people are stupid. Just remember, those people that don't want to drink Coronas, they'll be voting this year. Yep,
3: exactly. <sighs> yep, they already did. They got Bernie and John – no, which is – All right, right, let's keep the politics yeah. out of that. Hey, the no, politics. it's, it's – This it's, it's is not
0: – I know. It's not – this is not I the watch place. Watch we don't –
3: Bart Simpson every Foxy four Land years. 2020. And he never wins. Bart Simpson 2020. <laughs> 2020.
0: You're right, Bart Simpson's name, man. That's nice. Um, no, I don't go vote
3: because uh, <laughs> – backstory,
0: but no, yet. Well, you, well yeah you're a convicted felon so you know well, it makes no, sense. no. i
3: mean
0: <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding all right let's talk about what we've been playing because i got a, a doom stream to do here <clears throat> i've been, playing... <laughs> I've been <laughs> playing uh doom 2016 again a lot of fun making me p- pump for uh eternal on the switch i've been playing a little bit of hotline miami 2 which is a game i enjoy the story uh, i think even more than one but i i think that it is a game that at points gets unfairly hard unnecessarily like yeah. some of the level design and stuff just like it's the, like so big that you can't see around corners and plan maneuvers and yeah. you're basically just locking onto an enemy and popping around the corner and shooting somebody that you can't even see I'm not a big fan Um, but I do still like the game and uh yeah I think that's pretty much it I've taken a little bit of a break from Death Stranding but I want to get back to it Adam how about you
2: mm, let's see I have been playing some Wargroove no oh, more to that, that new dlc that's a good time and then last night i played started playing two point hospital uh-huh uh that game is fucking amazing and then i looked up and it was fucking one o'clock in the morning and i was like all right time to go to bed but is that one, the one that's like
0: overcooked but like with like ambulance drivers or am i thinking of something else
2: no it's like you it's a it's like a silly sim like oh hospital God, manager
3: oh my i was gonna okay. buy that but i
2: it's fucking it, it fantastic. It is okay. so... I'm shocked that a hospital simulation manager is good, but it's fucking amazing. <laughs> is it goofy? Like, I, I watched yes, the trailer, so, and okay. I was like... It's very goofy, play. but it's... Yeah, like, you get a hospital, try to make money, you know, people mm-hmm. come in with silly ailments. It's like, the first thing is, like, lightheadedness, and their heads are light bulbs, and you get a machine that screws <laughs> their light bulb head off and 3D prints a new head. It's good. It's awesome. So, yeah, that's it. Two-Point Hospital and uh, some War Ooh,
0: is it on the Switch? He's yes on it everything. is. It, it just came to Game 4, Pass. I believe, isn't it? As PS4,
5: yeah. Xbox Yep.
2: Yep.
0: Right. George, how about you, man?
5: Uh for me, um a couple things. I've been I've gotten back into playing Apex. Uh I got a couple W's there. So that's that's been fun. New map, new season is cool. Okay, uh, can I ask you a
3: question before you go on? Yeah. How do you feel about the new guy because I can't stand his like his whole voice uh things that he says throughout the whole freaking match. Like I just want to punch him through the throat. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's just such of, a tool that I just, I, I can't see. Yeah.
5: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of creepy, but, uh, I mean, I unlocked him and I still haven't really figured it out. I still, I still don't understand his, like, who do you use the most?
3: I'm sorry. I know.
5: Probably well, all time, uh, lifeline for sure. Like, but, oh my God, that used
3: to be mine. And then I switched, yeah. uh,
5: Wraith and, uh, Bloodline. Yes. Uh, I like Octane. I like oh, being Octane's able to, um, so yeah, besides Apex, um i mean this week i've been doing some cleanup stuff on destiny and getting ready for the new season iron banner no no iron banner this week but or wait i don't know maybe it did come back this week i mean the past two weeks i'm sorry um but it looks like uh trials of osiris is coming back which everyone tells me is a great pvp thing oh hell, i forgot to play it so uh i'm excited for some pvp content we'll see if it's any good um and then mostly been playing um Fire Emblem Three Houses on the Switch. That's been pretty fun. Gotten into that with all the traveling that I've been doing and that I'm going to do. So I'm trying to take my time with it so I can have plenty to do. And if I get quarantined, at least I'll have a good game to play. <laughs>
0: That's it. All right. Last but not least, uh, Zach and Bobby.
3: Zach, you can go first. I'm-
1: uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And to be honest, man, I'm kind of finding it like a chore to get through. And the ship pots are still awful. Mm-hmm. Cassandra's awesome though. She's so cool.
5: I played five minutes of it, and I just haven't picked it back up. I don't know. I probably I need can to get some some of the division. Uh... Yeah.
1: The game isn't bad by any means. Like if you liked Origins, and I did like I I liked Origins. I liked Bayek. I liked Egypt. I liked all that. I don't know, man. Just for some reason, I feel like this one's just more of a slog to get through. You gotta hunt down all the cultists and everything, and there's a lot of them. Um, you know, there's all the mercenaries and everything that that there are and everything, the mercenary tree and all that. I don't know. There's way too much water for my liking. That's the thing. Seriously, like I know it's like a lot of people like the water in, in Assassin's Creed, man. I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't get behind it. I just don't think it's fun.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah I have no opinion because I, I have not haven't uh, cracked that one open yet, but I liked uh, Origins. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> How about you, Bobby?
3: So let me tell you guys, uh i've been playing super blood hockey uh which is fantastic it's it reminds me of like mutant league football but, uh but hockey and it's been great like you get to like kill people i didn't know there was a franchise mode until yesterday and i couldn't stop playing it like because you get to like get your hockey players hooked on like drugs and stuff and it's like oh geez, favorite. Uh, it's favorite it's finance like we yeah it's
5: i've had a
0: ball this sounds back. on brand
5: this oh, this yeah. guy hasn't finished red dead redemption 2 but he's playing super blood look Heart. i started the first hey, the- <laughs> me tell
0: you. Oh, bobby God. is the wild card of the group man he's the charlie of the if we're sunny he's charlie like <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, all there is to it. i am i am 100
3: percent I also have been playing all of the ga- uh uh Garden Warfare games uh because of the EA access.
0: Oh Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, yeah, yeah, I
3: got the uh I have the neighborville. I bought that when it was brand new and been playing that. And I didn't know that like Garden Warfare two and, and the first one, like they had so many like events and things. Uh like it, it's I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Like they have like uh, it reminds me of uh what the hell is it? Like uh MLB the show with the uh what the hell they where you buy baseball cards or and, and, and NBA, where you buy those or whatever. They have the same type thing. Ultimate Team? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Like Mutt, all those. it's, it's it, They have that in the uh, Garden Wars, which is fun. I, I've enjoyed it. I, I've gotten frustrated with some things that you can't unlock right away. Like, you'll get, like, the three different parts. You still need two, which is a pain in it. The- it's been good. Uh, I played that. Uh, Madden 20, I played that. I tried to play, uh, which I've been fighting with, uh, 2K. And PlayStation for the past two weeks. Uh, ML or NBA 2K20 was on sale. I bought it. It was like 20 bucks. And I was like, sure, why not?
1: Game Pass.
3: But I still can't. It won't download the damn thing. It gets to 71% every time. And then they were like, hey, well, you need to. Like, yeah, I called it so. It sucks. They don't ever call it. They're stupid. They Game like, Pass yeah, is on Xbox, Bobby. I, I've heard of it. Yeah, let me tell you. Okay, look, look. Backstory. <laughs> look, hold up. Listen! Listen! I have one controller for Xbox. I had bought a second one. I bought a pink one. I love pink. I don't care what anybody says. Pink is my favorite.
0: Oh, no, pink's dope. I like pink. I
3: love it. That pink and black one. Oh my god, I love that controller. But I gave it to my wife's. I uh, gave it to the in-laws and they, they just, for some reason, just have taken my shit. Uh, but uh, I, I had one that was custom made. it had the original flag up something in the bottom just to get a damn uh, aux to come out of it. I have the OG, OG, OG Xbox controller, which uh, I put batteries into it and then it started smoking and I have not had a controller since. So I've been looking for deals. Uh, the only thing I can do with my Xbox is watch television uh, and use my Samsung remote to try to get it to do things. Uh, which I was mad because I just bought the Division 2 for $3.99 which if you haven't bought it, you're stupid. I will tell you, stupid if you have not bought the Division for 2 dollars uh but it's it's a fantastic i just got back into that recently and man the division is fantastic play it shoot somebody damn do not go into the uh the what are those three little purple zones uh shoot uh, the dock zone yeah yeah don't go there because people are stupid you every time you try to extract somebody who wants to rob your shit this a robin hood just get off my stuff let me get something and uh yeah i'm you know i'm just trying to get rid of my so yeah yeah um yeah, games are great. Love you guys.
0: <laughs> Love you too, man. As as uh, uh, confusing as sometimes you are, and you have mm-hmm. questionable taste in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will
3: buy a controller. I've been looking every day at like Slick and everything for a controller. My <laughs> wife will not let me buy one. She's like, "Just go get the per back." And I'm like, "No, I can't tell your your nephew to stop playing."
0: I'll go back. get a used one from GameStop if there's nothing on uh, sale. But
3: I get coronavirus.
0: Good
4: job, dude.
0: <laughs> all right well, that's our cue to wind this puppy down uh i'm chris waterman like i said from jacksonville florida you can find me on twitter at it's waterman and i stream at uh, twitch.tv slash rental rush uh just finished shakiro started doom on monday gonna play some more this evening we're recording on thursdays so I, st- I stream mondays and thursdays and we just did bioshock and bioshock infinite for a rental rush uh in february This month for March, we're doing Mega Man X 1, 2, and 3 for our March episode, which will probably be the third weekend in uh, March. Um, Adam, you got anything you want to plug?
2: Yes, follow me at Adam Gumby on Twitter, and then that's where you'll find my uh, Misfit rolls, D&D podcast, this stuff, all that fun,
0: good times. Excellent. George, anything?
1: Nope. Zach, anything? Sorry, no, nothing. That was on (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was
3: really waiting. I was like, what's
1: that? Uh, it's it's at Optimus Prime on Twitter. It's O P T I M M U S P R I M M E.
0: It's and Robbie Bobby Miller.
1: Hey hey, look! I just
3: had to literally Google my own name. To... Yes, it's at Robbie Bobby Miller, and I do streams whenever the hell I feel like it, and they are random as hell. I to you. I'm trying to come up with a system, but I have nowhere to really play it. I play in the living room where my kids are screaming and yelling at me in the background. My wife sometimes comes in and says some weird shit. We need. To
0: I would expect it nothing out. less, man. Uh, uh, yeah. so, yeah, <laughs> Curiosity—if nothing else—curiosity is bound to pull people into that stream. Just I, to... <laughs> yeah,
3: I've I've had people come in and say things in the chat that I'm like, "How did you hear that?" And uh, yeah, yeah, it happened. But yeah, I tried, I tried Doom after you. Uh, I watched you playing it and I tried mm-hmm. to do them and that game is fantastic.
0: Oh, it, it only uh, gets better too. The more I, I, weapons and stuff you get. A good time. Yes. yes. Um, oh, one other thing. So uh, I'm not sure when the first video go up, but this weekend I'm starting uh, the recording process. I'm doing a, a new uh, YouTube series. It'll be an edited series. Not really let's play so much as a uh call it a tutorial blended with a let's play but uh calling it dark souls academy i've got two dark souls noobs uh, who i will be um showing all of the basic intermediate and advanced techniques for how to be successful in a dark souls game we're doing it with dark souls 3 the idea being that it should lead to a rental rush later in the summer where we play dark souls 1 uh blind for them um not obviously for me um, and we'll see how well they've learned uh, every two weeks or so. I imagine the videos will uh, drop once I get going with it. Um, but I'm looking forward to that. There'll be like little 20, 30 minute episodes. And uh, hopefully it'll help some of those curious listeners, viewers, um, get some confidence and uh, and play through. You know, so that, that's it. Guys, like always, it's been a pleasure. Uh, those of you out there still with us, uh, please like, share <laughs> and subscribe. We appreciate it. Give us a little pluggy plug on whatever social media you're on. We do appreciate it. It helps. And, uh, of course, drop us a review if you haven't already.
3: Check out that new logo.
0: The new logo is the hotness. Thanks again. East Coast, baby. (laughs) Uh, Until next time, uh, I love you guys, and I love all you beautiful listeners. Have a good night. Bobby's (laughs) fucking wild.